Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Welcome back, everybody. We've got a fun show tonight, as usual. But before we get started, I want to remind you guys that uh, these episodes have been sponsored by Wad Prep. Our buddy Ben has a special deal for any of you guys looking to get better at uh, functional fitness or fast exercising or whatever the heck you want to call it. Uh, he's offering a buy one, get one free deal for any of his courses over at wideprep.com. Just go to wideprep.com backslash courses, get your buy one, get one free deal. Plus, because you're a listener of the show, he'll give you access to their daily disciplines for CrossFit course. So all you need to do is email ben at wideprep.com. In the subject line, use the secret password, which this week is John's Mobility Still Sucks. Make sure you put the still in there. And then you'll get the buy one, get one free deal, plus the daily disciplines for CrossFit. So good stuff there. Make sure you check it out. They do great work at Wide Prep. With that said, uh, tonight's episode, episode 55, is with Logan Vanderpool. Uh, Nikki and I had a chance to catch up with Logan. She is the West Coast Sanctional Tour host, which is quite a mouthful. Also, that's what she said. And uh, she also works for Loud and Live, which, uh, more importantly... Owns all the best sanctionals, including Wadapalooza and obviously the West Coast Classic. So really fun time catching up with her and finding out what's going on in the world of sanctionals. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So Nikki and I are joined today by Logan Vanderpool of the CrossFit Vanderpools. Logan, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me, John. How are you? I'm good. You have a very fancy name. I like fancy names. There's a lot of syllables involved. I know. I, I don't know if you grew up rich. I don't know if you grew up rich, but you sound rich. That's why I wish I had a name like Vanderpool. I would have just lied to everyone. Oh, yeah. My parents send me to school here. They'd be like, public school? Yeah. yeah yes. Yes, there. as a matter of fact. Yep, matter public of... school, Santa Cruz, California. The Vanderpool nice. of Santa Cruz. Wow, the heart of CrossFit. Yes. I know, the Mecca. The Mecca. I love Santa Cruz. It's a cool place. It's very, very unique. Oh, it's gorgeous. Little little sleepy surfer town. You have Verve Coffee, which sends me free stuff all the time. I'm almost what, Verve out. is from Santa Cruz? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, I only know Verve from being the people that give John free coffee. That's how I hooked up with them because they're from Santa Cruz. And oh. it's amazing. You know what else is from Santa Cruz? The movie Lost Boys. Greatest movie ever. It is filmed here in town. Yeah, right across yeah. from that uh, little amusement park. So Nikki, I know it's way too old a movie for you probably, but you need to go watch it because it's awesome. Okay, and what is it called? Lost Boys. It's got uh, <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland was in it. Uh, Corey Haim. Both Corys were in it. Both Corys. Both Corys. Uh, a few other people that were famous in the 80s. It's great. Cool. It's awesome. I, re- I just wrote it down. It's awesome. I will watch it. So... so <sighs> uh, so let's talk about Logan. I know. Well, it's funny to me because this is the first time that you guys are meeting, but Logan and I have known each other now for years. I like to call her my soulmate. So, you know, this is a, it's, it's a battle a of the, thing. it's a real thing, a battle of the besties, right? Because like John and I are besties, like Logan and I are soulmates. I don't know it's going to go, but um, like a big hug instead of battling it out. Right, right, right. Giant together and join forces right. like a, uh, um, like a Power Ranger when they like, yeah. <laughs> yes, we are exactly like the Power Rangers. That's totally where I was going with this. Um, but yeah, so, so you guys, this is the first time you guys are having a chance to meet, but Logan and I met, um, uh, 
by chance, I would say we were paired up as roommates. Yes. Uh, thrown to the fire together at the CrossFit Games. What year? 2017. My first year at the Games. Yeah. So we were roommates and um, Logan's been a CrossFit MC on the floor for years. And before that, before going to games, was at regionals and now does sanctionals, RIP regionals. And uh, I know, I know. And we should talk about some of our times on the floor together, but we got to back up. So you guys were roommates. So Greg made you guys bunk up when he had a media team? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. This is this is my understanding of the story. So it was the first year in Madison, and there was some kind of snafu with the hotel room reservations. And so we all got paired up with a roomie that we got roommates. <laughs> I, I'm just imagining everybody fighting to room with Roe. That's all I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I think maybe some uh, HQ staff had their own rooms. Okay. But I do think that we learned quickly, right? Like we went to Madison for the first time ever as a team. Um, and we didn't know. And I say we like including the CrossFit HQ staff that were booking us and stuff like that. Like we did not realize that the town was small and the interest would be large and that like fans and people coming in to watch the games would sort of like take over the town before we even had our a chance to get our ducks in a row and book the (laughs) book the media people and the camera guys and the tv guys and like so we we literally there was not enough space and because we work such long days when we're on the event staff we have to be nearby so like i'm sure we could have had our own rooms if we wanted to stay like half an hour away had to be there early we had to you know be there long long nights and and days early and days late so we just we opted to stay across the street from the venue and have roommates it was fine nice. Very and nice it time. turned out to be the best thing ever the best thing ever i was i was the total rookie on the team my first year nobody knew who i was and i get this message you're going to be room, rooming with nikki brazier here's her contact info we had, i think we had texted a couple times yeah i got there first she came in late. She had big bags like me, overpacking, <laughs> spray tan fresh. And I was like, this is going to work out well. Perfect. I was like, do you want to get your nails done and drink Prosecco tonight? Okay, perfect. We're gonna, this is going to go really well. <laughs> um, and the rest is history. Now, now when we go to events together, we're just totally fucked. Because we're like, do you remember your suitcase for this? And the other person's going to be like, no, absolutely not. I have no room in my suitcase for anything. <laughs> I don't know what to do. It's a problem. Wow. I just, I just thought Greg was cheap. That's all I was thinking. (laughs) He just wasn't going to pony up the dough. He knew, he knew he was going to get rid of everybody the next year. So he's like, screw it, make them all room together. No, I don't think, I mean, at this year, right. Yeah. We didn't room together after that. Did we? No. And we keep asking, we're like, so are you guys um, pairing people up? Cause me and Nikki will be together. Like, no, you guys actually get your own rooms now. We're like, Darn. Damn it! That sucks. <laughs> but yeah, fine, whatever. We're gonna room together in Norway, though. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And fly together. Yay! Wow. So, so Logan, what are you doing in Norway? Um, that's a good question. I think I'm gonna be uh, wearing a couple different hats. Um, I know I get to help Nikki with some social media stuff. I might hop in on the floor. I have talked to them about helping out with the broadcast a bit if they need a female voice to jump in. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be hopping between all the different media avenues wherever they need me. 
It was so cool because she's Logan's been emceeing for a while now, but you also got to do some commentary on the broadcast last year during the sanctional season. Mm-hmm. Learn by doing. Uh, <laughs> showed up to MC and got the opportunity to be on the broadcast. And with um, minimal uh, heads up and jumped in and wore the headset and did the whole deal. That's so cool. That was in that was in the Netherlands, right? Yeah, in Amsterdam. That's so cool. The Lowlands Throwdown. Lowlands Throwdown. Awesome. Like this, this whole page was uh, the page in the podcast was is is basically a fly by the seat of our pants. So trust me, if anyone understands, just jump in and do it. It's, it's mm-hmm. this podcast for sure. We have Accurate. no idea. No, I no, we're totally, totally making it up as we go. 150%. Well, I um, Nikki's a pro. She knows what she's doing. I'm just winging it. I'm not, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. Clearly, as people online keep pointing out to me. Why oh, do you hate Canada so I much, don't Nikki? I understand. Why do you hate Canadians? Oh, my God. That was this doesn't the, like Canada. This is crazy. It's insane. Like. I will never joke about anything. No, fuck it. Of course I will. Like I will joke and be myself and and pretend to be offended when someone calls me right. Canadian. Oh back back up, Logan. Have you heard the story? I know the uh, the outward structure of what. So yeah. most most of the people listening to this aren't going to have any idea what we're talking about. But Nikki was on Team Richie's uh, vlog, which is a very popular CrossFit vlog, like months it, ago. Months ago, and Craig's a great dude. Craig and yes. Jazz who run this page They're are amazing. Awesome. And Craig said something to Nikki about her being Canadian, and she goes, "Oh my God, I can't believe you think I'm from Canada." She's like, like, "I'm so." that you think yeah. I'm Canadian. Well, like, now, now the entire country of Canada thinks she's an asshole. <laughs> oh my fucking that, God. Like, Record how dare you? Troll on Instagram. Yeah, but it's like, well, like when it first happened, people were like, I can't believe that you would be so mad to be called Can-. Like, oh my fucking God. I am so obviously joking. <sighs> and it's like funny because Craig is European and has clearly no idea like what's Canada, what's America. Like, that's why I was funny. Yeah. Um, well, so but here's, yeah, I continue here, here's to the best part. This. Here's the best part. So Nikki gets trolled today on the strength and depth page. Yes. Some just random Canadian comes in and goes, well, I'm glad Nikki Brazier didn't, didn't emcee this event. Clearly trolling her. And then, you know, state that he's pissed off that she said this about Canadians. So I can't help myself because Nikki's my bestie. So I, go I love tr- you. And I, so I have to go out and troll the guy because when he did it, he put hashtag stop racism. I'm like, well, first of all, being Canadian isn't a race. Like this just First of all. Yeah. Unless being pasty white and smelling a maple syrup is a race then maybe (laughs) in which case then i am that race because that is me and my husband that is what we are pasty white and smell of maple syrup oh that is so me it is so me so so i i troll the guy and tell him i'm like look you know that's not a race so it's not racism and he messages me and he demand i didn't tell you this he demanded an apology because you because you called uh canada america's hat when someone was like you it was you you were like why do you hate canadians why do you hate tim bits why do you hate tim hortons and like my response was like duh america canada is just america's hat like it is well i told (laughs) i so i told the guy i'm like listen not only is that uh an established satirical phrase they sell t-shirts of it on amazon it's that Uh popular like i didn't even make it up i'm not that smart yeah it wasn't like you created the phrase like (laughs) Come you on. Claim it, Nikki. I know. Yes. So America's he, hat, TM. Since yes. go to the Braziers. So he, he demanded an apology. I told him he's going to be waiting for quite a while. 
Well, what was the only weird thing? And like, I know that <clears throat> people listening are probably going to be like, don't give the trolls any like love. Cause that like, you know, boosts them, whatever. It's true. It's totally true. And normally I wouldn't give a shit because people are just assholes online. Anyway, it is what it is. But the, they tagged me in the comment. That was the weirdest part. They were like, oh, I'm so glad that you guys didn't have at reporter Nicole at, at this event. And I'm like, but like, you are entitled to whatever opinion you want. I don't care, but like, why would you tag me? And I'm gonna see it. It's well, tagging her. It's not talking about her. It's like right into the comment, right? Like, what? I don't. Again, chalk it up to like me not understanding why people are such dicks online. Just stop, everybody. Just stop. Hashtag love everyone. Hashtag stop racism. Hashtag stop racism. <laughs> Which like is to, a great hashtag, by the way. It really is. Absolutely stop racism. I would like to point out you never answered the question why you hate Canada, but that's okay. <laughs> we can move on. We can we can absolutely move on. Stop uh, racism. Okay. Hashtag. Anyway, moving on. Um, I would like to get back to the original point of why we brought Logan onto the podcast today, which is not just to talk about the fact that we're the best roommates in the world and both <laughs> really good slash bad at overpacking for sanctionals. Um, but Logan has a new position with Loud and Live ahead of a couple of the sanctioned events that are coming up, including one right in the West Coast, right in Homeland for you. Yeah, um, I and I just think it's so neat. Uh, the, the basis of what you're doing is really sort of the basis of CrossFit in general and bring the community together and making sure that athletes of all levels are represented. So um, can you just tell us a little bit about what, what your current project is and what you got going on? Yeah, totally. So the West Coast Classic, if you guys can see my cool new Wow. Oh, cool bear. Um, so it's one of the sanctioned events that's happening in March. It's in Del Mar at the Del Mar Fairgrounds where the California and then West Regional used to be. OG. OG. Yeah. I think it's I think it's the best venue for CrossFit competition that I've ever been to. Really? And, yeah. And I've emceed at the games and regionals and local comps and some things in other areas as well. And it's just it's the coolest. Why? So it's a it's at a fairgrounds. So and it's at the main arena of the fairgrounds. So it's covered but it's also kind of outdoors like it's kind of like a breezeway some of the areas are open on the ends um and we just pack the house like the amount of energy in that large of an arena is really really fun cool yeah um so it's the same venue but we're actually for the west coast classic we're expanding out more into the fairgrounds than we ever did before at regionals so we're adding two more competition stages like Wadapalooza, like Granite Games, and opening it up for the community to be able to compete and participate. Um, so it's one of the only sanctioned events where other divisions that uh, aren't trying to qualify for the games can come and compete and have fun and throw down. Um, and so I am traveling around different parts of California for the last two weeks, and then I've got two more weeks to connect with local gyms from the California CrossFit community to inform them and make sure that they know that we want them represented and participating and for the West Coast Classic to really bring in the West Coast affiliates. That's so cool. I love that. It's really cool. So there's community teams of three, which is really fun. Um, It's either three guys or three girls. 
and there's RX intermediate and scale divisions and there's no qualifier. So, oh, so you yeah. just sign up and go, you sign up and go. Well, that's so neat. You pick the division that you feel like you best fit in, grab two friends of the same gender and you're competing in Delmar in March. So I think this is so cool because like, you know, the season structure is so weird. Like we're still getting used to it. We've got new events that pop up every other day. Loud and Live is buying another event every every five minutes and no one really knows anymore where they can go and, and what they can do to get involved. Mm-hmm. My thing is this, like there are so many qualifiers that even as a, like a regular person, like an average kind of RX athlete, not necessarily scaled or, or elite or anything like I'm just like a regular person. Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, let alone <laughs> how the hell do the athletes figure out how they're going to qualify for games? Like, I don't even know where I can go to get involved. And like, I know Wadapalooza has a big field. I know Granite has a big field, but I also know there's a individual qualifier and there's a team qualifier and there's online things and did I miss it? And I don't know. So it's kind of cool that there's an opportunity for all the boxes on the West coast and really all the boxes, I mean, around the country, if anyone wants to go out there and travel, but to try and make it an event where local gyms can come out and represent. I mean, it, it feels to me kind of like filthy 150 did where we heard that there were representatives from every gym in the entire country of Ireland that showed up there. I mean, that's fucking cool. That's it's so cool. Really cool. Can you imagine if you got reps from almost every gym in and around at least the area surrounding Del Mar? Like, how cool would it be to have just such a strong showing of the community on the West Coast? It's mm-hmm. so well representative of all of the things that make CrossFit special to us. Like totally. connecting with people in other areas and you know, figuring out what you can do to work together and sweat together and represent together and I mean, look at all the cool shit we've done recently, especially all the people that have like, you know, I think of the folks that have raised money for um, the fires in Australia, like just through the CrossFit community or the people that raised money for my family's house fire a few months ago. Like, man, we do cool shit when we get together. So I think it's cool that you're, you're, you know, meeting these people in real life and convincing them to grab friends and represent and just be a big family. I mean, are you getting that vibe when you, when you walk into those gyms? Totally. Yeah. They, everybody is super psyched on it. The people that knew about it um, are even more psyched that there's somebody from the competition to like try and bring out even more members to participate. Um, But there are quite a few gyms, even from the fairly local areas that just aren't cued in really anymore to like the competition scene. Mm -hmm. And they maybe have heard about the West Coast Classic, but they didn't know that it was even open to any other divisions besides the elite divisions, the Josh Bridges and the Cole Sagers. That sure, are sure. Um, but so once they hear about it and they're like, oh, it's like a local comp, but at a really, really big stage where I can represent my community and our community can come down as a whole and rent a house for the weekend and have fun and yeah. hear everybody on there. It's, it's very exciting. And feel like you are like a, games athlete or like a regionals athlete. I mean, John, you kind of had that at, at uh, winter classic last year when you're on the floor with Mike and Larry, when they're like, they're like announcing your name and you can, you know, you cross the finish line. All right. First of all, I didn't feel anything like a games athlete. (laughs) Secondly, you'd need to create a division of men who like to work out at the women's RX for me to even think about (laughs) signing up for that. It's actually a great idea. There's a a big community of you guys. It's a huge community of us. I've, I've said forever, I am a very strong woman. Very strong. You are. I'm very impressed I constantly. Am. I am. Um, hey, you kicked my ass on that thousand meter row. 
<laughs> God, well, first of all, I'm like six inches taller than you, so I should. Yeah. You know, I mean, I should. I'm taller than you. I've got the height advantage. Was that one of the Under Armour tests? No, it was just no. when we were in Baltimore for the for the UI Human Performance Summit, we dropped into a gym. It okay. was me, John, and John David with a, for, with a thousand meter road test. I was like, well, cool. I'll see you guys in like... See you on the other side. Yeah, see you in like an hour. I'll John, John David here. killed that thing too. Like he, he crushed us both. Like I, I'm yeah. a pretty decent... For the record, I'm a pretty decent rower. Like I'm not a terrible rower. Of all the things I'm bad at, rowing isn't really one of them. But I'd never done a 2,000 meter row before, you know, oh. ever, for as a test anyway. Oh. Was it 2,000 meters? Did I call it 1,000? Yeah. It was 2,000. Yeah, it was 2,000. Yeah. So, so, yeah. And so it's like, you know, you just kind of have to come out at a pace and like just hold that pace and then try to go hard for the last 500 meters. It was kind of it, mentally, it's not that hard until you actually get into it. And then, uh, and so John, when John David finished like a full minute ahead of me and yeah, I'm a banker. So I do math really fast in my head. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh my God. Like he was, pulling a full 15 what seconds fast yeah splits, man yeah Gross. he was he was pulled like my splits were like 145 to 150 so he was like 135 to 145 Ooh. and he just crushed me like oh it was so bad yeah it was like like 210 <laughs> <So> <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> i was just plodding along no i would live above the two minute mark thanks yeah thanks <laughs> I, so back to the California classical, I've heard a ton of great stuff about this event. I can't tell you how many messages I've had from people asking me if I was coming out, which I'm not. Oh, cool. Are way. you going to come out? You're no. not going? No, I'm not coming. It's oh, you've got to come. Oh, come I, on. I only, first of all, I only get so much time off. Uh, so I've got to be really oh. selective in where I go. And you're talking about all the way across the country, you know, so it's, it's a yeah. little more expensive for, to make that trip than it is to go rogue, which is two hours from here. I know. know? So I'm saying, come on, like I'm going to, I don't, I'm not planning on going. Unless they, you guys come on. I know. Well, I mean, I think probably need sidelines. So someone maybe, should call me. It's all maybe we will talk O'Keefe and to, um, you know, give him a press pass. I'd consider it then. Ooh, bring, bring the there podcast. We, go. There we, go. <gasps> we can do that. I have to suck up to O'Keefe if I run into him at any point. Although I'm not sure he ever remembers me. We'll see. You just gotta, you just gotta name drop for a second. You just gotta be like, oh, he knows who I am. I'm he, he John Willie. What's he up? He knows who I am by name. I don't. He wouldn't recognize me by face. At least I don't think he would. But it'd be fun recognize. to do some podcasting from out there. That'd be cool. That would That's be fun. A really good idea. I bet yeah. you guys could get hooked up with the media side. Because hmm. like the podcast, the podcast thing within the CrossFit space is still so new. Like there's kind of only a handful of you guys. Yeah. And we only have a handful of listeners. Sorry, Logie. I should have told you before you came on here. There's only two people who listen and it's my mom and John's mom. Yeah. So. And then we'll add a third and my mom can join. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. No, no, I, look, I, I think we need to do more events like this. And Nikki and I are going to do some of that. She's uh, when she travels to Norway, she's uh, going to do some interviews out there for us mm-hmm. since I can't make that trip and I'm going to be at Wadapalooza. So I'll do some while I'm there. And, uh, and I'll you know. just have FOMO. Yeah. Sad. I know you need to be at Wadapalooza. Logan, are you going to be at Wadapalooza? That is still up in the air. I'm hoping some stars align and some things fall into place. But as of right now, technically, no. So what events uh, do you guys own? So you, got, so you guys own almost all of them at this point. But I know, I know that's not true. <laughs> all of the events, right? So last year, Loud and Live took over Wadapalooza, Granite Games, and the Madrid CrossFit Championship. Right. And then starting this year, brand new from scratch, the West Coast Classic and the Mayan CrossFit 
Classic championship. Classic championship something. Um, (laughs) And that's in Mexico. So those two are going to be brand new this year. And then the three were that were already in existence are now being run by the same group. That's so cool that they bring in like that uh, Latin flair. It connects so well with the Latin, well, the Latin community and the Latin American community as well. And do a lot of their broadcasts uh, in English and in Spanish. And mm-hmm. you know that there are other divisions of the organization that do um, sort of like event planning and things around like Spanish concerts and things like that. It's just cool. It's really cool, inclusive organization. Seems like. Well, yeah. the, the Spanish community, the Latin community, both in Central America and South America, are fanatical about CrossFit. Really? They're crazy about it. The Brazil awesome. championships, like Saxon and Spencer went, and you came back thinking they were rock stars <gasps> the way they got treated. So it's, cool. That's so awesome. Yeah, I love they, that. they absolutely love it. Um, and everyone I've run into from – have a, I feel like I've got a lot of fans in that part of the world and I met some at the games and they didn't speak a lick, lick English, but it was really funny meeting them because they type really good English. And then I go meet them and like, they just kind of stare at me and smile. We take pictures. <laughs> and, it's fun. and I don't, I only speak like Spanish. I learned when I worked in the restaurant business. So it's not appropriate for those conversations. Yeah, no, so, maybe not. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was a weird moment, but cool. they love, they love CrossFit and they love, they love their specific CrossFitters. Like I think of Brenda Castro specifically, like they're so, oh, she's so cool, man. Yeah, they're so proud of her because, you know, she's made the games a couple of times and uh, just a, you know, tremendous athlete and a great representative of the sport. And, I love and they, it. They just love Brendita. her. Brendita. Yeah. <laughs> so, Logan, what are you, what are you hearing when you go to these gyms and you're, and you're letting them know that, you know, West Coast Classic is new, but it's, it's available for everyone. Like, what are you hearing in terms of what people are saying? Like, yeah, I don't know. Is there still like weirdness about sanctionals or are people pretty much on board at this point? Do they talk to you about how they're feeling about CrossFit in general these days? Yeah, it really depends on the gym Mm-hmm. And people are kind of falling on all areas of the spectrum. Hmm. So at first, um, the first couple of gyms that I went into have kind of stepped away from involvement or ca- really caring about the CrossFit competition scene. Like, I don't think they're, they participated in the last open. And so that was, but you know, there were still people from the good old days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, competition. Cool. Like I want to know about it. But just kind of like the management from the gym wasn't super psyched on it. Yeah. Um, They were anti, but they weren't like, oh, my gosh, what are the dates? Like, how many teams can we bring? Yeah, yeah. Not on board like they maybe would have been a few years back before the the great purge, as I like to call it, from HQ. The hard hard 90. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, but then the next gym that I went into – they totally knew about it. They had two community teams already registered. They have a handful of masters athletes already registered, which is also open registration, no qualifier for any of the age groups. So cool. I like that. But that competition is individual. So it's the same as the games, 35 and up all the way to 60 plus, And then the same teenage division as the games too. John, I don't know. I don't like the fact you got so excited when she said 60 plus, you really thought of me. I'm not that old. No, no, definitely not. I just think, you know, it's maybe your opportunity to hop back on the competition before. Just Absolutely saying. not. Absolutely not. <laughs> wah, wah. Nope, nope, too old. Plus, I wouldn't pass a drug test. So that'd be the- oh, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. All those peds you got going on. Nothing but Endurable in this LaCroix. That's all I'm talking about. <laughs> just a couple dropper falls. Yes. 
It's all I, my all my supplements. I wish sometimes, you guys. Sometimes I wish I anyway. <laughs> I, I I'm still amazed people miss regionals. To be honest, I was just talking to Saxon about this the other day. Like I don't miss it at all. I of course I'm obviously really? not an athlete, but but like as a fan. There's so many more events now, so much more to watch. You know, there's so like this weekend was strength and depth. So there's all this live streaming that you can watch and all these great athletes. There's mm-hmm. parts of it like I get a little uh sentimental about. Like, you know, you're watching this weekend and and Frazier's just dominating all weekend long and he's already qualified, so there's no drama. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that part's a yeah. little weird, you yeah. know. Um and the fact that even like, you know, the the uh the thing at Rich's gym, the mayhem classic you already had multiple people that had qualified and it's like the first event of the season. Mm-hmm. So those yeah. things are kind of weird, but I love the fact, like what we're talking about here at the California uh, classic where you've got, you know, all these local gyms coming in. I mean, that, that to yeah, me is, cool. that to me is more CrossFit than a regional event. If that even makes sense, like bringing totally. local gyms together and that's totally, that's what excites me about it. And I think we'll see that in, in most of these and, and all these countries get to host their own events now, like you guys going to Norway and mm-hmm. you'll get to wear the hat with the big horns. It'll be awesome. Hopefully <laughs> one can only hope. I, oh. you know what I want to see is they have white reindeer. I want to find one. Let's find one. I want to find one and take you know, it home. You know, these are wild animals, right? Like, you're no, not it's going, fine. Okay. I just don't they want you to look like. They would love me. It's always, it's always some dumb American that wanders into Canada <laughs> oh and sees God. a moose and goes, oh, oh look, no. a moose. I'm going to hug it. And then they're dead. So, oh, first of all, no. we're not allowed to talk about Canada on this podcast anymore. <laughs> Second <Yeah>. of all, <laughs> I promise I won't hug the reindeer, but they'll like white reindeer and like the Aurora Borealis. Like there's so many cool things in that part of the world that. We've never had a chance to see before, so I'm, I'm hoping we can uh, get some time to, to hang out. But you're totally right. I mean, I think at the end of the day, there's a ton of variation now, right? So, like, you can get your CrossFit fix all over the world basically every weekend during the season, and I get that, and I like that. I'm not saying that I miss regionals completely because I do. I have fallen into the new world order, and I'm used to it, and I like it, and I'm learning how to navigate it, so I have no problems with it. But there are some things about regionals that I still miss, too, mm-hmm. like the symmetry of the test. Like yes. I do miss something. And I, we have that with the open still, like I get that everyone does the same workouts and they're judged the same way, but I miss the symmetry of knowing that people who are qualifying are doing the exact same test the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to say that I don't like the variation we see now because that interests me in a completely different way. Like it totally keeps me interested that every one of these events has different qualifiers and different benchmarks and different things like that's cool to me, but I just, I see pluses and minuses on both sides. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the, the scope of all the new competitions is way greater than anything that Mm -hmm. we've done with the old format. Totally. Like this weekend with strength and depth with the rowing. Yeah. So cool. Being able to throw in new tests like that is so interesting to watch and to see how the athletes are going to dive in and how they're going to adapt. But maybe regionals is just nostalgic. Yeah, maybe for us. We loved it. And um, I have heard some um, some people's opinions of like that kind of middle of the road competitive athlete where they knew they weren't going to the games, but regionals was still their goal and they wanted to 
maintain their status as a regional athlete, mm-hmm. that that level of competition doesn't really exist anymore. Well, that was my whole friggin' op-ed that I wrote for Morning Chalk Up that like started a complete shitstorm online last year. <laughs> because I think those people can qualify for sanctionals and call themselves sanctionals athletes the I exact same way they call themselves regionals athletes. I think they're just butthurt about the changes in the system. Um, oh, yeah. probably inviting all the trolls into my life right now. Yeah, I think they might be kind of uh, slow on the uptake of the new format, but also the new opportunities. Like you said, a lot of those athletes, if you are, if you were competitive at regionals, you can qualify for at least one sanctioned event. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Or sign up as a team of three for the RX division at the West Coast Classic. And podium. And podium and, and po- make do money. Your, yeah, like do your thing. Like own wherever, whatever space you're at, whatever level you're at in, in your competitive life, like own that shit. Mm-hmm. And hopefully next year, sign up for the men who identify with the women's RX division. <laughs> the newest of the Loud and Live division. <laughs> I'm going to be the Matt Frazier of that division. Ooh. No, no doubt in my mind. I'm just going to dominate it. Just never, awesome. ever wearing a shirt. Just yeah. Hundred points ahead. Constantly. I'm like I'm like six inches too tall. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I know it's true. Crush women's RX. Yes, yes. I think that's Actually, would be a great shirt. It's <laughs> a great great idea. Yes, that's good. That's my next. That's my next shirt idea. I'll, I'll pay royalty slogan. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, pitch me a percentage. I'm in. Yeah, you'll get so, whatever if when Nikki's mom buys one and my mom buys one and now your mom. So your mom will buy one too. Get one for sure. Everybody gets a cut. Okay, perfect. We each get thirty cents. <laughs> <laughs> We're really learning how to make money off of this whole CrossFit media thing, guys. Like, yes, so good. <laughs> oh my god! So, um, can I? I'm gonna put Logan on the spot. Can I? Yeah, I hope so. Okay. Uh Oh, um, just, I don't know. In all of your years of like being at all these competitions being on the floor, getting to know the athletes and calling like the coolest events, what do you think is your favorite or favorites? If you can't decide on one memory, just from, from, you know, having the opportunity to be part of what I like to call the hashtag fittest media team on earth. They're pretty, I mean, I don't know if we're fit, but <laughs> related. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fitness adjacent. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, favorite moments. That's really hard because for me, when I MC, I tend to talk about what's happening and not really like actually digest it and uh, store it in the memory banks. Totally. In your um, memory palace. I love the masters like the older masters athletes totally and how psyched they get for each other and how hardcore they legit cheer each other on um and like the 60 plus year old guys doing bar muscle-ups and then the one guy who's like one year out from his heart attack celebrating you know competing on his 63rd birthday like back on the competition floor in Madison, I love that kind of stuff. That stuff keeps me so psyched. That's so cool. Um, oh, here's a question for you. Who was the smelliest athlete you ever interviewed? Nikki, oh want to answer this? I will. I refuse to say on um, because I will get trolled. I know this now. Oh, who's stinky? I don't know if I. I mean, I usually am like kind of in passing. It's like as they're coming across the finish line, it's like woof. 
<laughs> could be anyone at that point. <laughs> how about how about uh, weirdest moment? What's the weirdest moment you've had with athlete? I don't see. That's the thing is that I don't interact a ton with them because I'm on the floor as they come out and then on the floor as they leave. Um, definitely gotten in people's way. <laughs> that's like, weird. Trying to like get the angle of seeing who's in the lead, or if you're like trying to read the monitors on the bikes or the rowers. And then somebody's like, oh, I'm like, oh, my oh, God, I'm in your kidding. lane. I'm so sorry. I am not supposed to be in your way. <laughs> so I, I never, I, I shouldn't say I never, I've only emceed anything once. And the hardest thing for me was trying to figure out how much weight everybody was lifting, like doing the math in my head oh, real quick. Oh, oh it sucks. It was so like hard. a one rep, some sort of one rep max clean thing. And they, they're adding weight. And like I had calculated all the starting weights, but then they start throwing on odd size plates and fractional plates and I'm Dude, like, oh try my. doing it in fucking kilos oh, oh yeah it was impossible that's the worst no, i finally like, just started shouting to the judges i just shout to the judges what do they have on the bar and they'd tell me real quick yeah, and then i'd announce yeah. it that's yeah that's the best or when the judge has to write down the attempt so then you get to come over over their shoulder and call what the person's uh about to lift or if they have the like the number plates oh yeah and the front, those are super helpful. Those are great for like the beginning. It's even for the broadcast. Like anytime we set up for one rep max or something like that, when they have those little like tent cards that have the numbers and they can flip them over, mm-hmm. it's always really good from the start. Cause we're like, yes, great. We're going to know what's there. And like me from the sideline, like I can't walk around on the floor like you can. So I can't like look at the numbers. So I'm like trying to like peep up to the truck, like, Hey guys, it's this on this lane or this on that lane. And it always is great for like the first two rounds. And then like the judges kind of like, it all goes to shit. They're like, ah, oh, oh, damn it. Like he just, he added that. Now he's oh, going to write it down, but I can't switch a thing. We're calling the wrong numbers on the broadcast. And it's kind of a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Or calling somebody the wrong name for an entire event. Ooh. And then because they put themselves in the wrong lane and there's, too many age group athletes to know people by their faces. You guys have one job to do. You go out there, you go in your lane. That's all you need to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay where your nameplate is, please. <laughs> Come on, man. Come this on. was this was funny. We call, we uh, we called the swim two years ago, so 2018 for all the masters athletes and. So there's a ton of them. And as they're coming out, you see a swim cap and then you see traps (laughs) and you're like, okay. And the male athlete coming out of the water is now. And then as they come up, you see the swimsuit. You're like, it's a female athlete (laughs) and they're burly. So I messed that one up and you have no idea who they are because they all have goggles and a swim cap. And the numbers are hard to read. And it's just like, oh, man, like, swallow the pride. I'm just really royally fucking this <laughs> I will say, though, like, it's cool. Like, the fact that you do get out on the floor and call their names and call their lists and, and call their, you know, like, that's, it's really cool that you do that. And it's cool that you have love for the, the master's divisions and the teen divisions, like the age groups in general, because they don't get enough coverage and they deserve more coverage. And we've been saying that for a while. And I just think that having you out there on the floor, really caring about them and like loving them as much as you do is a level of coverage and professionalism and games esque feel that, um, that they get that they otherwise wouldn't, if you didn't do that. So I think it's really cool that, that you do that and you love it so much. 
Yeah, it is fun. I mean, also calling for, you know, Brett Fikowski and Josh Bridges going head to head towards the finish line at the floor on the floor in Del Mar. Nothing quite like that either, but right. Of course. I'd yeah. love to, see, I'd love to see a more emphasis back on the teens. I mean, I, not that I don't care about the masters cause I think they work really hard, but you know, these teens are really the future of the sport really, totally. people, you know, particularly on the women's side. Like, I don't know Ooh. why there's such a difference between the men and the women, but just in the puberty. last year, you've seen a lot of these. Oh, did you say puberty? Yeah. yeah, well, that's puberty. yeah. yeah. well, yeah, I see that. I mean, I get that. Like I I'm friends with Dolan Pepper who won three years in a row on the, on the teen boy side. I and, and he had no shot this year. And I say that with total respect because he's a beast. Like the kid is amazing. Yeah, but the gap between him and Frazier is astronomical where you see like a, a you know, um, Haley, Haley uh, Adams. Adams comes oh, in yeah. and all of a sudden she's top 10, you know, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. the gap's not that big, you know, and she's, yeah. I think she's still got a, you know, a couple of years away from really contending for a title, but oh, for be, sure. she can absolutely be top 10 again, maybe podium. I mean, she's remember, amazing. remember that Haley uh, qualified for regionals her last year as a teen athlete. What? Yeah. <laughs> did she compete at regionals that year? Yeah, yeah she did. She did. And uh, I want to say that she was somewhere between 10 and 20. Like she did, was not. Well, now there's yeah. uh who's this new girl? It was at strength to death page Paige powers, powers, Paige powers mm-hmm. is another one. Like these teen athletes are just really, really impressive. And I think it's a big miss by HQ to not have coverage on them, to just yeah. make them kind of mysteriously jump into the mix a year from now or two years from now. Like people need to know their names and, and truthfully, like CrossFit needs to do this to help these young people get sponsors so they can afford to do what they're doing. To, so the sport as a whole will grow. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's really short-sighted on their part to to not give teens more coverage. That's my critique of CrossFit. But Yeah, I mean, I think that relative to life, our age group athletes right now are the best athletes in all of CrossFit. Oh, hi, Bean. Bean wants to say hi. He's so cute. I love him. He looks pissed at you right now. Hey, this is his this is his loving look. He always looks oh. pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah. So cool. Do I look like a Bond villain though? Kind of oh, like yeah, sitting there good. petting your cat. It's good. <laughs> it's really. Can you swivel in your chair a little bit? <laughs> I will Amazing. get you, Mister Bond. Amazing. I know it was a horrible accident too, but that's second um, notice. But yeah, I just think like relative to life, like these teenagers are still in school. These masters athletes have full time jobs and families, and like the fact that they can get this good at this sport, I think that proves that they're some of the best athletes in the entire field because they can't just dedicate all day every day to training and traveling and going to all these events and going to training camps and, you know, being with all the top athletes all the time, like they have lives. And so the fact that they're this good at CrossFit with all that going on in the background, I think makes them just like tops in the sport. So cool. It's a really good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They juggle a lot. They don't college. They're going to college. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine training for the CrossFit games? during college i mean you know what i was doing during exactly i mean compared to my (laughs) regimen i was pretty studious compared to a lot of my friends but to have a commitment like that yeah no way it's it's impressive uh, across the board so we got we have just a couple more minutes so um so what's next for you is it is it the california classic or you guys have anything else coming up that we got norway norway's first right norway norway's first yeah, so we got Norway next month. We'll be out there together. Um, Logan is, like she said, filling in on all sorts of aspects of the media team, and I'll be on the sidelines and doing some social stuff. And then um, 
West Coast Classic is the following month, right? West Coast Classic is the end of March, March 20th through the 22nd. And if people hear this and they want to get involved and they want to sign up, what do they do? Go to the westcoastcrossfitclassic.com. And then at the top, you can compete. There's options to volunteer too. Um, there's options to spectate. And if you click on the compete, then it, everything is divided by whichever division that you want to register. Cool. And if people want to get in touch with you, because you've been sort of boots on the ground going from gym to gym to give everyone the, the spiel and the details and everything too, how can people get in touch with you if they are out on the West Coast and want you to come by and give them all the info? Instagram probably is the most efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, my Instagram handle is lowgirlvpool. It's just, we're, we're taking the complicated nail lesson yes. and simplifying it. <laughs> my, mom's, my mom's uh, license plate growing up was uh, V-Pools. Short wow. Vanderpool. So that was like a, a nickname that stuck with us from that. Did she drive the V-Carpools? <laughs> <laughs> sure did. Damn it. I'm not funny. Why do I, yeah, why see, do I do There that? it is. No. There, there it is. is. There she is. Just Perfect. like that. Perfect. So, uh, so uh, before we wrap up, Logan, here's all I have, my favor I have to ask for you. So when you're in Norway with Nikki, we make sure she doesn't piss off the whole country. It's <laughs> something offensive about Norwegians. Cause like we've already got Canada doesn't like us and there, you know, Canada doesn't have that many people, uh. so that's fine. <laughs> but if, you know, if I get like Europe to hate me too, then I'm really kind of screwed. You know? Well, we'll rehearse the, wait, are you Norwegian? And then you go, you would think I'm Norwegian. I'm so flattered. <laughs> Thank you. I was yes, so good. Please. I need a response. You guys are my guardrails. You're like the bumpers <laughs> on my bowling alley. Thank God for you guys. Wherever Nikki goes from now and we're going to have to have a coaching session, how to talk in this, in this environment. It's going to be awesome. I, I promise I'm nice. Like for real, for real. She's really nice, but she's also funny and it's called sarcasm. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. Well, Thanks either either Canadians don't have a sense of humor or she's not that funny. We don't know which it is yet. It's <laughs> a little I, bit of column A, a little bit of column A. I guess we're going to figure it out. All yeah. right. Well, Logan, thanks for coming on. This has been a lot of fun. We will thank do it. Thank you so much for having me, John. You should yeah. uh, jump on when Nikki's do some interviews in uh, Norway. You should jump on with her. For sure. I won't be there, but you'll be on the podcast in spirit. So I will be would... happy to play uh, second fiddle and fill in some shoes to her. Create the comp- conversation. You're going to have to be the funny one. Yeah, please. See, I, I would prefer it. That way you can just elbow her when she, she says dumb shit. So Shut up, God. This actually, that's my, Logan's actual role in real life is just to consistently perfect. elbow me when I say dumb shit. That would be perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, Logan, thanks for being on. Nikki, great to see you as always. Yeah. And to everyone listening, we appreciate you being on. We will talk to you all soon.